Led Zeppelin's an English rock band? I didn't know that. Hmm. The reason I thought they were American. Yeah. Hmm. I know the name Jimmy Page. Right. Hard rock and heavy metal, including blues and folk. A little Robert Plant action. Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, John Bonham action. Yes. Yes. And a little uh, John Paul Jones. (laughs) Four for four (laughs) on the Led Zeppelin stuff. All right. Four. Four legendary artists. All right, JV. What's going on, brother? Oh, man. A little tired. Little, a little tired, tired, man. I got. I have one question for you, okay? What's question? Uh, when's the grand opening party at the Villa Lobos Estate? <laughs> oh, give us, a, give us a few weeks to get, a couple days. get settled in. Yeah. Does Tuesday work? That's fine. Tuesday, Today, today's Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday <laughs> evening, team. Yeah. So he can get ready for his big mansion party. Yeah. You put the mode in yet? Uh, I, I start on that uh, Monday. I should have it done by Tuesday. So. And then the gators are going to be yeah, there, right? Exactly. Or are you getting sharks? What, what are the, which one of the two? Oh, uh, we might do half and half. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't think get along or not. <laughs> you got to do, like do like a freshwater <laughs> Just one on this side. side and the other side the sharks with freaking laser beams, right? Okay. <laughs> freshwater, saltwater. You're yeah. good. We're, we're money, man. Uh, no, nah, man. Congratulations, though, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, we have. Been there working hard. We get moved in Tuesday. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Everybody, what I'm going to do is as soon as I find the address, I'll throw that on our socials and go bug the hell out of him. So <laughs> <laughs> his doors are always right. open. You just got to get past the moat. Okay. Good luck. He has a drawbridge as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Definitely. Uh, congrats, man. So how was your weekend or uh, the beginning? Because we're still in the weekend. It's Sunday. It is Sunday. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Did some karaoke on Friday. I actually saw a little bit of that. I like to party. Yeah. I uh, did some golfing. Okay. Didn't, didn't do. I couldn't book a tee time. Okay. But uh, me and the golf bros, uh, we did hit the range at Rocky can, River Saturday morning. Yeah, we can we can tee up uh, in the backyard one day. You just have like acres, don't you? <laughs> well, I mean, yes, but that sounds a lot bigger than it really is. <laughs> hey man, let's be going into the creek. I mean, you know, perfect. Uh, Practice my flop shots into the creek. <laughs> He's like, I have no clue what that is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. Other than that, man, just uh, been a really good, chill weekend. Man, didn't do much of anything. I did finish the. the um, the Netflix show, The Night Agent. Okay, yeah, it was okay. Okay, yeah, I haven't watched it, but if it gets a season, I know of it. If it gets a season two, I'll I'll check it out. Okay, good deal, good deal. Not bad, man. But um, let's do this, brother. What's up? Let's jump into our news segment. Oh, okay. So I hit it right. Now. Hitting the sound. <laughs> We're still working on logistics, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I put one in last week. It's, it was nice. Yeah, I mean, it worked all right. <laughs> Got a lot of tweets about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, Super Mario's on its way to a billion dollars. Oh, yeah. It is. Uh, it's. I think it's kind of those, one of those where it's like it came out, everybody's Super excited about it. Everybody's happy about it. So yeah. everybody's kind of following in now like, oh, maybe we need to go see this movie now because uh, it's been getting such good reviews. It's really that good, man. Yeah. Um, they're talking about possibly a, like a Nintendo universe. Oh, interesting. I'm about it. If, we, be- if we have Donkey Kong in this world. Yeah. That's a whole franchise by itself. Right. Super Mario still can, can he's like the Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong is like, I don't know, Hulk. <laughs> Never got a solo movie. Well, he did and it flopped. I don't know, man. You know what? I'm not trying to make comparisons, damn it. It's just, it'd be really cool to kind of see them all together and then like meet up and uh, do like a Mario party. 
right, Super right. Smash Brothers. What sounds more exciting to you? I don't know. Mario Party. I don't, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it just depends on... I think Smash Brothers is just a little more violent, right? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah has, it's called it, Mario Party. It, it has Pikachu. Yeah. Well, there's a whole other thing going oh, on. It's yeah. a lot. It's a lot happening. A lot happening there. <laughs> They're um, going to bring The Rock in it. and I mean, you have to. <laughs> and... Episode, like the, the fifth movie, he, he's gonna be, he's gonna be like a big like boulder Pokemon. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he's gonna be uh, Donkey Kong's older brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's not even gonna be an ape. It's just gonna be literally the Rock. Yeah, yeah, just in digital form. <laughs> well, that's it, <laughs> guys. Uh, if you have not seen Super Mario Bros. movie, we uh, recorded it was last week's pod. Uh, yeah. which we both rated it very high. Yeah, let's get this thing to a billion. And uh, yeah, go see it in theaters, man. It demands big screen attention. Don't wait for this one to um, end up on your little Zenith 27-inch television, okay? Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, man, what's... I, I, I don't know. What's, what is going on with the continued Pete... Davidson phenomenon. Can you explain <laughs> the draw to me, please? He just like got his hands in. That, that's a terrible expression. Very, because very, he, cause, but, that, but it's so true though where you were going though. He, he definitely did he, or does. He he's all over the place. Like he's that that works as well. I, you can't say anything that doesn't sound weird. <laughs> but he's just he, weird. He means sexual. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, he just comes off as just some dude, right? I think that's kind of where it's at. It's just like some guys out there dating, whoever he feels like dating. He's uh, making movies. He's funny. He's, you know, you, you listen to him on podcasts, and he's, he's a good listener. He's, he's a great storyteller. Yeah. He's funny. And I think that's just what culminates into this guy, Pete Davidson, that's just some dude that you just see walk, like, at the – the corner store and you don't know him like you don't Nothing. you don't know you don't know him but you're just like hey man what's going on cool cool stuff <laughs> you're right and he's getting a semi autobiographical comedy series yeah with ed falco joe pesci yep. as charlie day um a lot a lot of people in this one ray romano charmelon the god uh, john mulaney Al Gore, like what? What are, what are you doing, Gore? Like <laughs> Bobby Carnival, like you're getting. You yeah. have some great act. John Stewart you got some great right. actors in this, yeah. in this, in this series, man. I just like, you know how we kind of get saturated with somebody, like when somebody star rises, right? And we just get oversaturated with like this person, right? Um, I'll say I was done with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart still, I'll, I'll watch all his movies and everything. Yeah. But it's just like, there's no wow factor. Like, oh, I'm excited to go see a Kevin Hart thing anymore, right? Yeah. I mean, you watch it and it's going to hit. Maybe, maybe it won't. He just, he, yeah, he's been around for a minute. You know, I, I get the feeling with Pete Davidson, like, that's what's going to happen. Like, his star, he's, but don't get me wrong, the man's making his money right now. Yeah. Right? He's oh, yeah. just like, Carpe diem to seize the day. <laughs> I just, I just don't get the draw. Mainly, I just don't get how he dated Kate Beckinsale. That just so pisses me <laughs> off, man. That's what I'm really just mad about. <laughs> that just, just mad. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I said he just, he just seems like another dude, not another movie star. Big celebrity, right? He's 29 and getting a semi-autobiographical <laughs> series. You've not gone through life, bro. You know, I mean... And you got Joe Pesci in his movie. Got got the Pesh. <laughs> got the Pesh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I, I hope it's a good story for him. Uh, but... I don't yeah, know. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to say about him. Just, we will just leave it there. He's a cool dude, I guess. Handle business. Pete Davidson has his hands in 
many things according to Javier. Yeah, that's I'll, Javi's hot take, guys. I, it wasn't for me. I put it out there. I did. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I want to see how this plays out, though, man. Like, okay. It's not often these days we get trailers like that. Right. I am beyond hype for this movie, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is gothic. It's dark. It's cramped. It's cold. Like, you feel all that when you're watching this trailer and you're like, yeah, Dracula is going to kill you all. No clue as he does. how the hell any of y'all are getting out of this. And you get to see you get to see some of them. Yeah. And some pretty good visuals of him on that boat. Uh so I guess my curiosity as far as Dracula is like we have a creature, right? Maybe did somebody think they why was he on the boat? Why was his box on the boat? Mm. See, that's the yeah, thing. That's, so that's what you'd have to go to the movie to find out, right? Maybe not. It was only a single chapter of a of Bram Stoker's Dracula. I got you. So it's really tight. So we're not going to get. We don't know what happened before, right? We don't know what happens after. We're just getting a ah. single chapter. It's like ah. it's like watching. Empire Strikes Back. It's a, a pe- just a piece of the larger, yeah, larger picture. It's like watching Empire Strikes Back, not knowing any of the history, not knowing any of the, the, the future. Just watching that right. as a sole movie. Yeah, you're just trying to figure out why everybody hates each other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, <laughs> I'm excited, man. Th- this looks good. Has a great cast. Um, Corey Hawkins, uh, dude, dude can act, man. Dude can act. Uh, Liam Cunningham, David Doshmalian, I can't still can't pronounce the guy's name, but I'm about this, man. This is going to be a really tight, good flick. And you know what? Like, I don't need Last Voyage of the Demeter 2 or, yeah, or yeah. prequel, you know <laughs> what I mean, or spinoffs. I just need a tight movie, man. Like, going into the days where these movies even really exist, as yeah. far as we know it's not going to get a chapter two. It's not going to get a sequel. They're not going to make any prequels, right? It's just this, man. Every movie these days, and this is maybe just where we are, mm-hmm. is set up to try to build a franchise. Gotcha. This movie's going to come out. It's going to make money. It's going to lose money. It's going to do its thing. A little, but like, just tell me a tight, scary story of Dracula on this boat yeah. And the events that happened, man. I'm really excited for this. Gotcha. Um, yeah, man. looks pretty awesome. Yeah, we're going to throw this on our socials, guys. Let us know your thoughts about The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Starring my man, Corey Hawkins. David, the small stream. Don't forget him. I like him. I was about to say. <laughs> see, you ruined it. I was about to say uh, he played Dr. Dre. Now he's playing an English doctor on the boat. Dash Malian has not done any of that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. Moving right along here, we have (laughs) The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Chapter 23, Mm. Spies. Survivors come out of hiding. Talk to me, brother. So, we're really starting to see this whole... This whole world, all these different stories colliding right now um, with the Mandalorians and you know, there are the different tribes of the Mandalorians. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where we're trying to get together, they're, they're wanting to live together, but now they have the home on, uh, I forget what the other planet was. Uh, anyways, but they're going to reclaim the planet, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's there's just a lot of a lot of uh, animosity amongst them. Oh yeah, and we finally kind of get to see them working together, working together to go in, and they're you know Bo-Katan's using this uh, quest to go back to Mandalore to kind of bring everybody together. 
but it's a mess. And immediately, like, it's just chaos. I mean, they're actually working together, though. Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's difficult when you have these two factions of yeah. Mandalorians and they have different ways about them. You yeah. Know? I thought it was fitting and relevant at the same exact time mm-hmm. as just the world where we're all just like here in America, we're all Americans, but yeah. you do things different than I do do things, right? It doesn't mean right, it's right. one's right, one's wrong. We're all still Americans and we all want the same thing yeah. at the end of the day. Um, and, and they got to work, gotta work together. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the, that's the kind of, we got to work together to keep this thing moving, to keep this thing afloat. Um, and that's, I, I liked that we saw a lot of that. And in normal fashion, man, and only Pedro Pascal can pull it off mm. in a helmet. Like, <laughs> he takes a back seat in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I'm just like, okay. Okay. We see him at the end kind of getting do, doing his thing or whatever. But, yeah. like, this is more about the two factions and Bo-Katan's story mm-hmm. to bring together. We also got some news for you guys if you haven't already watched the episode. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, Moff Gideon. Can't kill this guy, man. He's still alive. Looking good. Still looking good. Looking fly. That, that, uh, that black suit. So so I guess in that, you know, bringing that up, I guess that's a, another Mandalorian tribe now. Yeah. I guess kind of. At least he says he's you know, taking over. <clears throat> doing something or was he, for the, for the <clears throat> empire. Or has he been doing that this whole time? I guess, man, you know, this is weird. The, the thing with, with Giancarlo Esposito and when he plays the many villain roles that he does. So good. Oh yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. But like, he also doesn't expository like his plan. Right, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I I, I love that all about out. it. He doesn't just let it all out, man. Like we are going to learn through his actions, through his feelings, his his choices that he makes. Right, like right. why are you keeping, um, Jin Darren alive? Yeah, right. Like what is your purpose of it? He doesn't have the dark saber. What do you need him for? Right. right? What if you not just killed him right there? Had your troops do it or whatever? Are you going to try to get information out of him? He's not going to talk. Pedro Pascal, baby. Okay. (laughs) They may uh, be trying to get back to Grogu. Very true. I did think about that after I watched the episode here. Um, We also find out that the Elia Kane, who messed with that doctor a few episodes ago, she's Moff Gideon's spy. Gotcha. We, We knew something was up with this girl. Yeah, yeah. We just didn't know what. Right now we know. Moff Gideon lives and he is more protected than ever. Watch out for that guy. Yeah. Awesome. And then like the badass Mando and his fight at the end. Mm. The one with the damn I don't know, what what do you call that type of weapon that he has strapped to his back? The chain gun, the chain laser? Oh. I don't even know. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't. I mean, it's a it's a mini gun. I yeah, yeah that of, that's the word I'm looking for. Okay, mini okay. dash I gun. <laughs> I didn't know if you were like trying to figure out some like Mandalorian term for it. It's a mini gun. Mini gun. Yeah, was okay. shooting freaking laser beams, <laughs> projecting at it from his back. <laughs> <laughs> shooting freaking laser beams. He takes down a squad of the Empire, man. Oh yeah, before he goes down. But like, who the hell are these dudes in, in red? They have a name. They're they're in um one of the newer episodes. Okay. Uh they fight Kylo and uh Ray. Uh, oh, you are right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are right about that. Uh I don't remember what they're called though. Uh, hopefully uh we'll see what happens with Jin Darren, the uh Mandalorian, how he gets out of this pickle. Guys, we got one more episode left of this season. Uh, chapter. So I was seeing something. Oh, I was seeing something about we were going to be, I guess, wrapping that Mandalorian story up with the movie. I believe. Yeah. So they're getting uh, 
Dave Filoni, who is obviously famous for Clone Wars and helping with this show, he actually uh, directed the first episode. I didn't even realize that of Mandalorian. Um, he's getting to do a Star Wars movie. And it's going to be basically the Star Wars universe. So this... Sokka and like maybe something else that he's going to tie together and mm-hmm. create a, a Star Wars movie on like that's going to be like a one shot type movie that's not in these like Skywalker saga type gotcha. things man gotcha. um, that's going to be dope yeah good time. that's going to be dope man <laughs> like Rogue One was dope right because it was like it's just it's it's, it's own it's, thing yeah right dude, here man dude, I got you you know not, not much um Jedi stuff going on so Rogue One, I think that's what made it really dope, man. And there was no gotcha. Skywalker. So, guys, yeah. Um, episode 23, man, The yeah. Spies. Let us know your thoughts with us on our, our socials here. And we got one episode left. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it how he, you know, is this disgusting, um, you know, has the the suit, no tan, hair, everything is just a mess. And like little by little, he kind of gets, he goes to what? Macy's is what he's (laughs) Gets his shop on. Yeah. Has his own apartment, paints it, man. And just kind of tries to change his everything. Yeah. He's been doing this for centuries. He's trying to be a different person now. But there's Dracula, always waiting in the wings, always got that connection, man. So, yeah, when he bit that bug, the action was high octane, over the top, yeah. gross, disgusting, but, like, really fun, man. Yeah. I said it was uh, kind of started with Nick Cage. Like, when we see him, the first time we kind of see him when he's being fed by Renfield. Yeah. And he's just just like a blob like yeah he's just a mess his face is all messed up he's like hunched over and everything uh that was immediately gross very he looked very disgusting <laughs> and then and then there's just like blood packs all over the place it was like a horror it was a horror movie horror scene um yeah it just kept going like that but like i said it never it never was like really really disgusting no it wasn't it was it was enough to where you kind of laughed at it most of the time. Yeah. Just like all the blood splatters that, yeah. that happened in all of his fight scenes. It was, <laughs> was like it was like over off. the top. It was over the top like, like uh, you know, comic bookish, you know, cartoonish yeah, is I mean, kind of what it was. He was ripping arms off and like stabbing people with their own arms. It was awesome. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys. We have Aquafina as Rebecca Quincy, an aggressive traffic cop working for the New Orleans New Orleans Police Department and Renfield's love interest. Talk to me, brother. Uh, she kind of just fit this role of a person uh to the counterpart of Nicholas Holtz Renfield. Yeah. Um, she was very aggressive, but also really funny. Very. Um, as to where, like, Renfield was being really nice, and he was kind of dull. Uh, so <laughs> they worked well together. And her, in general, she kind of always has that that role, right, from what I've seen of her, where she's – Tough, but funny, uh, loving, understanding all at the same time. And she fit that in this role pretty good, I thought. Yeah, she's um, out for revenge for this mob family, um, who the, the Lobos, who mm-hmm. probably killed her dad. Yep. So she's just trying to work her way up to be able to take them down. Is basically her whole gimmick, yeah, her oh whole yeah. stick. That's what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, through that process, she runs into and encounters with Renfield, and he's enamored at first glance. Right. Um, she just basically wants to know, still, what the hell happened to my dad? I got to take these bastards down for t- killing my, yeah. my dad, right? Um, but they have to end up having to work together to take – to kind of get what they both want. Right. Right. Renfield wants to be out of this toxic relationship. Um, she wants to take down the people who have killed her dad. Right. We'll have her sister late later on. Um, it's all Kofina, man. Like, no, she does not come off as like somebody who would be a New Orleans city <laughs> cop. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's funny to actually see her in that outfit. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> But you have to have somebody opposite, like, Nicholas Holt's like 6'4", right? He's a yeah. 6'4", good-looking guy. <laughs> you got to have somebody who can kind of pair well with, with him um, and take him to places where he typically would not be able to go without. And this was beautifully written as far as, like, her. Exactly. Making it her, man. Exactly. That was really good. Um it was really good of them to kind of tie that together, man. I really enjoyed her performance in this film. And Same. like always, Aquafina's just hilarious, man. Yeah, she's just got a good delivery that her timing is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> her her timing, the way she phrases everything is it, she makes it work well for her. Oh yeah. All right. So we have uh Ben Schwartz as Teddy, <laughs> a mob enforcer and 
Guys, if you know anything about Ben Schwartz, he's going to be over the top. Yep. And he definitely is here, man. <laughs> but but it really, for me, I felt like it kind of worked for him. Oh, yeah. Just because he's, he's a, what, like a, he's a spoiled mob boss, or a spoiled mama's boy, mom, son yep. thing. And, you know, he just can get away with whatever he wants to in the whole city, so... Plays that Why to perfection. Why not be over the top? <laughs> Plays that to perfection, man. Um, he's the one who supposedly killed Aquafina's fa- I mean, uh, Rebecca's father. Yeah. Um, and he's the one who's has the drug deal gone wrong. Yeah, I didn't expect his role to be like the entirety of the movie. That fleshed out, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be up at the front and some stuff was going to go down and... Then we're gonna move on. I honestly, yeah, I, same here. I honestly thought when we first saw him pull up like in that car, <laughs> he was gonna die like three minutes later. Exactly. That's what and it still would have been awesome, right? Yeah. We got we got great Ben Schwartz throughout the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, and he definitely, uh, he definitely w- was funny, especially <laughs> with his encounters with Dracula, uh, in Dracula's lair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just no. a good time, man. Uh, we got uh, Adrian Martinez as Chris, a traffic cop, and Rebecca's co-worker. Uh, smaller role, but we come to find out that uh, as she's working hard throughout the city to be able to uh, figure this out, clean up yep. everything, that he might be working against her. Oh, yeah. Um, which is not good. So Find out everybody's working against her. <laughs> really do, <dude>, yes. <laughs> Every <laughs> single person. Everybody in that damn bullpen, man. <laughs> Yep. All right, here we have uh, Shori. I've got you as Bella Francesca, a matriarch mob boss and Teddy's mother here. Smaller role, um, but you have to have that, like, mob leader of the family or whatever, and it was her. Yeah. You know, typically we see this is a male-dominated role in real life and in, in the movies. Yeah. Uh, Godfather. So all the five families and everything, but to see it as a female lead and she's a badass oh yeah you see her layer of torture yeah a lot of stuff in there and one thing she kind of uh delivered the the actress there for this character was talking to teddy and saying you know we may not be the biggest family but we're the most feared yeah good and and she showed that very well all right, we have <sighs> Oh Nikki Cage. Oh, yeah. Nick Cage's Dracula, a legendary Transylvania vampire and Renfield's ill tempered narcissistic boss. Talk to me, brother. Yeah. Uh I I honestly enjoyed his Dracula. Portrayal? Yeah. Mostly because it wasn't so much like that he was funny, like uh, line delivery wise. Mm-hmm. It was just that, you know, if you're a uh, a powerful vampire that's lived for centuries, you're going to want to have fun. Yeah. You're going to want to be over the top and kind of do whatever you want to. And that was his portrayal of this. And it was like. I'm watching it, and I'm watching him, and I'm like, you know what? I can see a Dracula being this way. I can see it. Why the hell not? Yeah. Why? Yeah, exactly. You've been, Why not? You've been on this planet forever. Yeah. Party. Have a good time. World domination. Do you, bro? World domination. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the theme. The red string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, how Renfield was involved with that as well. Just a little bit. Yeah. It was Dracula's yeah, man. The little we got Renfield. <laughs> that was a little sticky note, right? With Renfield. Yeah, but like Nick Cage, like as Dracula, obviously believable. Nick Cage does obviously already look like Dracula, um, but you know the fact that he had the teeth the entire time, he had the long nails, um, and, and went through his transformation. Yeah, that was from, fun to watch. Yeah. That was definitely fun to watch. Till he was like at full power um, at the end. But man, like, like you said, over the top, and just like be- believable. That's that's the thing, man. When it comes to like casting, uh, 
Yeah. Like, yeah. as soon as we heard that Nick Cage is going to play Dracula, why the hell has he not before? <laughs> right. Yeah. In every iteration, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it got to this point to where we get this movie and he just does it well. Yeah. And he makes you kind of, he makes you, he makes you hate Dracula, but you like Nick Cage. Yes. Like, you don't feel for this Dracula at all. Oh, no, movie. he's an asshole. Yeah, he's exactly. He's a narcissistic asshole, yes. Exactly. You're like, okay, this is a Dracula that makes sense. You're not trying to be... Uh, Sympathetic, loving, yeah. Be loving or trying to find, you know, a mate and trying to do all that. He's just he's just partying, eating, drinking blood and <laughs> trying to take over the world. He wants a table full of nurses, yeah, man. Exactly. School bus for... <laughs> School bus of uh, cheer- cheerleaders. Don't, don't make it weird. It's not, <laughs> it's not sexual, yeah. man. <laughs> it's not sexual, man. Yeah. Uh, just just a good time, man. And <laughs> I, I liked the scene in uh, Renfield's apartment with Dracula. Mm-hmm. One, like the welcome mat. Like just <laughs> <laughs> he says, Damn it. say welcome, come on in or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. Because like, you think, like, Loophole. how the hell did he get in here? <laughs> oh, right there. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the vampire rules. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, you, you see that interaction. It's just like, okay, this movie is not just is about this, you know, Dracula and Renfield and today's society. It's not that, right? Right. There's a deeper meaning of it and you saw it unfold right there right Renfield was on top of the world yeah feeling good about himself man had his had his super colorful spring sweater on <laughs> in his in his um pleated khakis you yeah. know what i mean um and then he sees Dracula and Dracula just like brings him back down yep and that's his power just manipulative um laying into him right just a mean cuss as Hayden Panettiere said in uh, Remember the Titans, he's just oh. a mean cuss. That's what he is. There we go. Deep cut. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I went there. Uh, but that's kind of like the power of of him, man. Not even having to use like his vampire undead powers, man. Mm. It's just that that gab, that voice, and making people feel like <laughs> shit. Yeah. Did that quite well. Yeah, it was great. All right, guys. So we got a few uh, support group uh, members. Oh, yeah. And... They kind of lead the, uh, you know, lead him and help him figure out who he is and who he can become. Mm-hmm. My favorite, though, is the one that keeps on getting interrupted. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Uh, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> what her name was. She doesn't want to, like, kind of tell her story at first. And then she does open up. And when she does, <laughs> every time Renfield runs in with, like, his problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just great comedic timing yeah. in this uh, movie here. Yeah, and, and like the group is still okay. Like when they come back, <laughs> like you're the dude is talking about you know seeing some things we should have never seen and can never <laughs> unsee. Never see. <laughs> never to see yeah, this stuff. But they kept the same attitude. Yeah, like it was the same energy <laughs> from before and after. All right, man. So we're in the uh, great city of New Orleans, and I I like that it wasn't New York. I would like that it wasn't Chicago, L.A., or anything, man. Um, use these little, these smaller type cities. And yeah. if you're going to, and it also makes sense, if you're going to hide out and not try to make um, any ruckus, mm. you want to go to these smaller cities, man. New Orleans is called the Crescent City, and it's dark and it's kind of dingy. And it's a beautiful city, dark, dingy. Um, Just you got a lot of bodies. It's a lot of people. A lot of it's very dense. Yeah, and people die. It sucks to say, people die every day in New Orleans mm-hmm. and goes and and go missing. Yep, because them damn bars and clubs do not it's, close. Well, just not enough. Uh, not enough law enforcement to. To keep up with it. Not enough Aquafinas in the world, but we need more (laughs) of. 
but then we have the musical themes, man. I I like uh, what uh, Marco Beltrami did do in this film. As far as it's a comedy, yeah, it's a horror, it's an action film, right? Right, and he hit every one of those beats, and I really enjoyed that. Even like the, the softer moments where uh, Renfield is kind of thinking, yeah kind of thinking through things and his process and this is what I'm going to do, you know, yeah. and be a better person or he was like narrating. Yeah. Yeah. When he was narrating his, his, his thoughts and everything, uh, just, just great job, man. I really enjoyed that. Did, did you stay and watch the credits stuff? There wasn't a scene, but like as the credits rolled towards the end, they were showing some like, different views of some of the scenes. I just saw the, the the first one where it was um Nicolas Cage's vampire like when he, he goes or whatever and it did that like for like I don't know a minute minute and a half and I was like all right I'm I'm going to go. Yeah, I didn't know what else was, was happening. Oh. Uh, they were kind of cool. It was very horror film. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it was just music and Credits and those things was nothing in that like outrageous. old and like he brought that old school kind of like black and white type music yeah horror film music to this man yeah. that's what was definitely enjoyable about it there all right man um talk about a theme here right um it's how does you know we we are a people uh we're human beings mm-hmm Dead or undead, whatever, um, immortal or not, we are, are we are we have wants, we have needs. Um, this is like how you move forward out of a toxic relationship, right? And oh, that yeah. and that's front and center in this movie. Right? It's not even a theme that's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. really digging into anything, man. It is front and center. We talk about it the entire movie. Yeah. Um, when. Uh, Aquafina's character finds out she's like, yeah, you gotta get up out of there, bro. You know what I mean? Go, going to meetings. Go yes, just going to meetings and everything. Yeah. Um, how to get out of that toxic relationship and don't let him grow to full power. Yeah. But weird same, way to put it. Yeah, at the same time, Renfield is going to those meetings to find people for Dracula to eat as well. At yes. Yes, yes. At, 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 that's his whole purpose yeah. of going to at those At first, meetings. right, until he kind of starts but feeling he, certain ways. Correct, but he yeah. does admit, even early on, that he's also, well, I guess hearing these stories yeah. makes him realize that he's in a toxic ah, relationship, gotcha. right? Yeah. So, he's, so you're right. So he is there to do the, the work of his master, who he's not a fan of. Right. And he's doing it. And he's finding these people, these talk the other part, the bad part of the toxic relationship right, right. to kind of get them to his master, but comes to learn that yeah, I'm also in a damn toxic relationship as well, man. This is I get out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And that's where like the change and the fun in, ensues here. So being able to come out on top after a being in a toxic relationship, right? right? Not not just getting out. Because a lot of people get out of those toxic relationships and then kind of fall right back into the person. Yeah. I.e. what happened in that apartment scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to overcome and stay out of it as well. Yeah. I'm not saying you should do what Renfield did at the end of the movie to, to your person who's in your toxic relationship, mm-hmm. whoever's listening to this. Um, probably not a good idea, but it is what it is. We do not <laughs> promote that. Exactly. <laughs> All right, team. So that is our conversation about Renfield. JV, yeah. your thoughts and ratings on this, brother? Uh, I went into this one a little unsure. Yeah, same. Um, mostly because, like, the trailers we got is just kind of all action kind of stuff. Um, I went in unsure about how I was going to feel about it. I figured with Nicholas Holt and Nick Cage and Aquafina, it should should be okay. Yeah. Right. Should at least be okay. Uh, it did a little better than that for me. Oh wow! Um, I really enjoyed Nick Cage as his Dracula, and it was fun to have a story that wasn't about Dracula though. It was about 
Yeah. It was out in Renfield. Agreed. Um, which, you know, Nicholas Holt, I thought, kind of really portrayed that for that toxic relationship and all that stuff there, too. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a four out of five buckets on this one. Man. All right. But, yeah, it was, it was a good time. I mean, it, it got overshadowed by the Super Mario movie. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as numbers, but, like, the actual movie, I, I had a great time. Glad. Yeah. Good deal, brother. What about you, man? Yeah, man. So this one's going to get three buckets of popcorn for me. Good deal. Um, This was a solid flick. Yeah. Uh, the casting was perfect. Um, everything that you say, I definitely agree with. I, I wanted more of, if you're going to dive into something psychological as far as, um, those toxic relationships, man. Um, I know you have to like balance the action, the fun and like that psychological, like real mental stuff. Right. Um, I would have liked more of that, man. I would have liked more of, of that side there. Um, cause it's something real, right? Like it's always good to see yourself in characters, but you also can see yourself in movies, right? Yeah. Um, and like, this is an over the top way on how to get out of a toxic relationship. Right. right? But I love movies that are wanting to push conversations forward and push, yeah. push, um, topics forward about hard things. Oh yeah. And there's people that are legit in like, yeah, it's succubus type toxic relationships where it's never the, it's never that person's fault. It's, it's always your very, fault or whatever. Very real. Very um, I would have liked to see more of that. Maybe just from like the, the other group and everything of that nature. Who knows? But a little bit more, just a little bit of backstory for yeah. I was some of the members exactly. I was really into it when we yeah. kind of started getting into those uh, stories of those people and then yeah. and then Renfield. You know, Renfield's was going to be over the top, right? Yeah. Maybe getting more of what they did. Like I was, that's what really drew me in. Yeah, right? we we're going to get like Renfield doing his crazy thing with Dracula, or whatever, getting out of that. But these normal everyday New Orleans people who have to deal with this and like their how they get out of it, and that would have yeah. been more fun to see. And that I would have. Uh, yeah, I would like yeah, to see I mean, more of that. They play a pivotal part in the whole movie as that group. Um, so, yeah, I, I got you. Understand? Yes, sir. So, yeah, three buckets of popcorn. Cool, cool. Um, that fight scene in, outside his apartment, though. Badass. Ten buckets. Ten buckets <laughs> for the fight scene. <laughs> All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Renfield. Next week, we'll be discussing the Ben Affleck-Matt Damon team-up, Air. That'll be playing in a theater near you. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.